A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares. My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, but we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith. Men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb, therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Isaka dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here. And are willing to be misunderstood for our faith rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing, we are committed, no turning back. From the north, south, East and West, behold, a new generation, who will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. A new generation has emerged, backed by the heavenly host, with a trumpet sounding. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. A new generation that has no color, no race, no gender, and no status has emerged. The Ecclesia has emerged. We are the Cyrus community.
Cyrus community. This is Church Unusual. Thank you so much for joining us this morning as we continue with our kingdom conversations. We've been looking at many different things, but today it's those days when we say put on your seatbelt and put on your thinking, thinking cap. I think that's the word to yes. use. Put on your thinking cap because we are discussing um, a particular issue that uh, we've been mentioning in every broadcast that every time you talk, you'll always hear saying that there's a very big difference between the earth and the world and we want to look at this and understand where did the earth come from where did the world come from what's the difference with these two things now like daniel you will find that daniel was wise when he was in babylon he was wise in sciences in philosophy in their language and he really understood how to interpret the kingdom in Babylon in a way that the Babylonians could understand and Nebuchadnezzar come to a place of saying there is no other God to be worshipped but the God of Daniel. Now we have to be wise in this season. We've come to a place where we are saying that this is a season that is introducing us to a new way of living in the kingdom and in this new way we have to be wise. We have to be like Daniel. We have to be in a place of upgrade. That's what we are doing today. So we are calling you and we are saying, do not take your pen and paper because this is on YouTube. You can rewind, you can pause, you can take notes and reason with the scriptures to see, to understand like the Bereans. This morning we start with our scripture All to right. see where we are going with this earth and world. Uh -huh. And our scripture today is Psalms 24 verse 1. Yes. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, mm -hmm. the world and those who dwell well, there. Yeah. Wow. The weight of this statement is like, right in that statement, we are dealing with two terms in the same statement. Yes. That alone is a distinction. Mm -hmm. The fact that the earth is the Lord's, and the, world. the world, you begin to realize there are two issues mm -hmm. there. Yes. But one of the reasons we want to look at these words today, and why are they so important, and why is there such a big distinction, mm -hmm. and how does that affect yes. our, our, our outlook towards what God is saying, and what the world is about. Yes. The issue that arises, as we will understand, is that many, many things have to be understood in terms of these two terms. Where did they come from? Yes. What is their genesis? And I say that, pun intended, because we want to start in Genesis. Of course, and we begin. never talk without Genesis. And again, to understand, we always say that Genesis is the seed book. Yes. If you want to find everything else, in the Bi that is in the Bible, it yes. starts with Genesis. Uh -huh. It's the seed book. So yes. even the world, we have to find it in Genesis. in Genesis. The earth, we have to find it in Genesis. So we will start by looking at the creation of the earth. Yes. Scriptures that show us God created the Heaven, earth. Yes. That's the specific one we're looking at. Yeah. So we are starting with Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Everybody knows this in the beginning. God created the heavens and, and the earth. earth. Right, yes. Genesis fourteen twenty two, and mm. but Abraham replied to the king of Sodom, "I have raised my hand to the Lord God Most High, Creator of heaven and earth." Mm. Isaiah forty two forty eight yes. verse yeah. thirteen. Uh -huh. Isaiah forty eight. Surely my hand founded the earth; my right hand spread out the heavens. Mm. When I call them, they stand together. That is God speaking, mm. and we see same thing in Job thirty eight. God mm. speaking. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Uh -huh. And now we go all the way to Revelation chapter 10. And if you notice, we have started from Genesis, picked mm -hmm. a few scriptures to prove that God created the earth. Mm -hmm. And now in Revelation, we see something interesting. Chapter 10, verse 5. The angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised his hand to heaven and saw mm -hmm. by him who lives forever and ever 
who created the heaven and the things that I need, the earth and the things that I need, and the sea and the things that I need, that they should be delayed no longer. That is revelation. Now, the reason we are looking at those scriptures, we've taken diversity of witnesses. Okay. In the beginning, we know the writer is Moses. Yes. He tells us who created the heavens and, and the, earth. Earth. So the earth was created by God. Mm -hmm. Then we see Abraham acknowledge the same. Yes. All right? Yes. Then we come all the way to Job. Mm -hmm. He acknowledges the same. Mm -hmm. Isaiah, a prophet, mm -hmm. actually now quoting God. Yes. God himself saying he did this. Mm -hmm. In Job, God telling Job, Yes. Where were you when I did this? Mm -hmm. So we are seeing this diversity. And in the end, Revelation, an angel giving witness. So really what you're saying, we've seen a man, Yes. we've seen God, yes. we've seen an angel. Yes. I mean, what other witness do we want? There we go. <laughs> God created <laughs> tell you the earth. Yes, okay. God created the earth. All right. Now, this is very, very important because we have now established that there are, in fact, there are multiple other scriptures. Yes. Yes. We've just chosen a few mm -hmm. that clearly indicate that God created the heavens, the heavens and, and the, the earth. earth. So the earth was created by him. Yeah. But there is no scripture, as we will see, where God created the world. Now, the question arises <laughs> then. If you're talking about God creating the heavens, then we are saying there is world. Then the question is, yes. what is the yes. world, number yes. one? And number two, yeah. where did it come from? Uh -huh. Or what's the definition of this thing? Mm. Who is the creator of this world? Maybe yes. that is a question in many people's minds. Uh, so maybe yeah. you need to tell us. Yeah, I think even as we go along, and anybody who's been reading, mm -hmm. you'll understand that there seems to be scriptures that seem to claim that God created the world. Mm -hmm. And though the scriptures want to examine and to show how there's a limitation to how they have been interpreted. Mm -hmm. And at this point, let's say a few things about interpretation right. of scripture, which is crucial. English is a limited language. Yes. And because of the limitation of English, when it translates from the original texts in which the Bible was written, mm -hmm. there are certain words that can't be found in English. Mm. And so English then compounds keywords into one word to make it sound like so let's say something here yes that we must understand that when god speaks he mm. speaks god mm. he doesn't speak in your language yes. he doesn't speak in my language yes. he doesn't speak in man's language yes. he speaks god but we as men mm. we capture god's language mm -hmm. in our language yes. and like you're saying yeah. when we capture it in english there is yes. a limitation yes. and maybe you need to explain why yes. the bible was written in the languages it was. and i think when you say god speaks god yes a lot of people wonder what language is that it's god now the language <laughs> called god means when god says a thing it is yes that's the best mm -hmm. human way to interpret that. Yes. That when God says a thing, that thing is. Mm. In fact, it takes form, shape, and meaning mm -hmm. when he speaks. Yes. Therefore, when we interpret God, we must not take away meaning. We must be able to interpret yes. the ultimate meaning yes. of what he said. And I like what you said in our last broadcast, yeah. that when God sends a word, yes. behind the word is yes. his intention. Exactly. So when God speaks, his yeah. intention starts forming. Exactly. That's the language of God. That's the language. Okay. It becomes, and that's why, as you will see later, we talk about his attributes being seen. Mm. What God says is seen. Is seen. And... If God created us in his image, that yes. was the intention, yes. that man should be a creative being. Yes. Creative meaning, when I speak, I form, I mm. shape that which I've spoken. Yes. And that is why sometimes now when you see us saying, for example, the Bible tells you, as man say, you are strong. Let yes. the weak say. Why? Yes. Because if you're in the image of God, mm. your words have an intention. Yes. And the intention is that 
which comes to be. Yes. So when we, when I'm weak and I say I'm strong, yeah. my body hears and forms. Yes. Think, think, of, think of that implication. Yes. It's acknowledging. Let the weak. So, so that means so I'm weak. I'm weak. Say, I am strong. Hmm. Now, the interesting thing, not I will be strong. I am. I am strong. That statement is a shift position. Yes. It then brings meaning, mm -hmm. and we begin to see yes. that which. So it is him who says, not us. But when we echo him. Yes. Mm. That's the principle. Yes. Now, while we're explaining that, and I'll use a few more examples within English, because yes. that will help us interpret where we're going. One of the other things about the English language is that there are many words that we said are compounded. For example, the word love yes. is compounded. That's a one serious <laughs> one, because... Okay, explain first. Yeah, explain. you see, well, when love... <laughs> When we use the term love, when I say love, to you, what you're hearing is very different from what I'm necessarily saying, mm -hmm. depending on who is speaking. Yes. Because the word love in English, not only have we taken away from the original, even when we said it in the, in the Bible, yes. we've also given it our meanings. So we kind of personalize love. Mm. Well, when I say I love you, I have my meaning of and what I that means. And I have my understanding exactly. of what you mean. And maybe yes. a good example, if you come to a, an African culture yes. where a man says, I love my wife. Mm. And if somebody told him, explain what you mean that yes. you love your wife. Yes. And he says, I don't beat her. Exactly. I, I provide food for I her. I provide. I'm the one who pays the bills. Yes. That's love. Yes. Then there's now the lady who says, by the way, case, what my husband loves me. He mm -hmm. brings me flowers. There you go. That's another definition. Yes. So what's our definition? It's dependent uh -huh. on our limitation of the understanding of the language. Exactly. So that means mm -hmm. we cannot read the Bible with our meaning. With our, okay. Yes. You understand? Yes. When I read the Bible saying, love your wife, I don't decide my interpretation of love, of love is what the Bible is asking me and to And of course, love. that's where we are failing as couples. That's <laughs> why if you notice, half the questions that come to counseling classes is on that question. Yeah. What is love? My wife is not Love, uh, my husband is not loving me, mm -hmm. and the man is saying my wife is not submitting yes. because both of us, those two words, have a different, different meaning. You know, and that's where the problem comes. Yes. Meanwhile, even the word love in the Bible has at least four meanings, mm. at least in the Greek. Yes. So whenever we read a scripture with that word love, mm -hmm. we must then go behind yes. the scenes yes. and see which one is in application here. Yes. So that, and we don't talk too much about that breakdown here. I'm just giving but a foundation of understand. the idea. Yes. Yeah. And the same thing applies to the term power. That's another term we struggle with. That. Because the term power in the Bible has two meanings, mm. especially in usage in the New Testament. Yes. One of the terms power, dunamis, has to do with capacity, explosive power, where we get the term dynamitron. Mm -hmm. Then the second term, exousia, which still is translated power in the Bible, yes. means authority. Now, those two words can create conflict and has even created misinterpretation of ministry. Oh yes, power for power. I have power, the devil has power. Yes, you can give so people yeah. think that the, the fight mm. has to be with, for the Bible says, for God has given us power over all the power of the oh, enemy. enemy yes. And nothing by any means shall hurt us. But the two terms there are not power. It actually means God has given us authority over the ability of the enemy. And the, the minute you think of it that way, yes. you actually stand up with confidence like, wait, I have authority. Yes. He has ability. ability. So 
Okay, give us a, a, okay. an example. Uh, that. A simple example would, that would work yes. is in an environment like today, we're dealing with COVID-19 oh, globally. Yes. Oh, yes. And in most nations, including Kenya, we have the scenario of the curfew. So assume you're driving your huge 18-wheeler uh, truck, <laughs> you're a huge buff man, mm -hmm. you've got pile of... I mean, you really have capacity, your thing is full. You might even be carrying explosives, literally. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> but as you come to the roadblock, the five-foot small policewoman in her uniform raises her hand. Oh, yes. You will stop. <laughs> That's it's called powerful. authority. This lady, <laughs> I mean, you have the ability to crush her. Yes. You have the ability to go over her. Yes. She has the authority by just raising her hand. Aha. Uh -huh. Now, when she raises her hand, yes. it's not the lady who is raising her hand. Mm -hmm. It is actually the, the crown on her head. Yes. On, yeah? Yes. It's the government yes. that is actually stopping you. Absolutely. So when you stop, yeah. you're not stopping, you're not seeing the woman. Yes. You're seeing the government behind her. Yes. Now, let's see the church yes. today. Explain yes. that using now, the imagine church. that in the context of the church. Yes. Imagine that in the context of taking this policeman into a different nation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in that yeah. nation, she attempts to stop, to stop <laughs> even a bicycle. <laughs> she will completely be overrun because the person has no recognition mm. of that authority. Of that uniform. When she yeah. sees the uniform or he sees the yes. uniform, for example, you're in Rwanda, you're in Tanzania, you're in Uganda, that uniform, that crown does not make sense. Yes. cannot be interpreted in that. Yeah, they could think you're a watchman. They could <laughs> think you're going for a party. You could be thinking you're, you're a band dressed, guy. Yes, you, you play for a music band. You know, it so really, yeah. in another nation, you're illegal. Yes. yes. Now, why I'm, why I'm emphasizing on that is because does that tell us a lot as the church? When we start praying and casting out the demons and we are shouting and we are calling the name of Jesus and I'm saying in the name of Jesus come out and I'm calling fire and I'm doing all these things. Is it because I don't understand the power or the authority of my uniform yes. in the spirit? Yes. And that is why I don't know how to address. Or I am illegal. Mm. I am operating a rank I don't have. Mm -hmm. Not every policeman has that authority. Yes. It has to be a policeman designated to that Or assignment. a Kenyan citizen yes. trying to act As like a, a policeman. Police. So the truck look at you and are yeah. like, my friend, you don't I don't see there's no authority. Exactly. Wow. So it is more important for us to understand our identity mm. and then operate our authority mm. before trying to exercise anything. anything. Now, we said all that to explain where we are going with this in terms of words. And because of that, these two words we are dealing with, earth and world, there are so many places the word world has been mistranslated or misapplied mm -hmm. in the New Testament simply because of the limitation of English that then if you don't get that, you will misinterpret God. Yes. And then it makes the Bible look like it's contradicting itself. And I think that's what we always say. Yeah. Lack of understanding that English is very limited. Mm. If you don't go to the depth of a word to understand what that word means, yes. and then you go and sit with an atheist or a Muslim mm. who likes, you know, the, those people who love debates? And they want to tell you, no, your Bible contradicts. God said this, and then another prophet said this. Yes. You guys are confused. Yep. Why is that? Because if you don't understand that yes. the English language yep. is so limited, mm -hmm. don't approach a scholar. Because yes. most Muslims are scholars. They've done their homework. They have. And, and, and you see the sad thing. They've done their homework on the English. 
Mm. Mm. So they'll catch you on mm. the English. But if you knew the origin, it's so easy to flow them. Yeah. It's and so that's the difference. Card, yeah. And some of them mm -hmm. have read the Arabic. So they know some truth. Yes. And they're actually going to twist you because they know the truth. So you're actually, that's the other thing. Yes. When you're talking to these people, one thing I think also maybe believers watching, I don't know why we are going to this side, yeah. is that when you see anyone calling you for a debate, just know he's prepared. I mean, I cannot call you for a debate that I've not sat through. So that means whenever you hear that, you're like, wait, have I been equipped? And then, we, and then don't go with the mentality the Holy Ghost will lead me. Listen, the Bible says, study to show yourself approved. approved. Yes. The Holy Ghost will bring to remembrance. Yes. If you didn't study, yes. there is nothing to be reminded of. If you didn't study, yeah. there is nothing to be revealed. And I think also every Even revelation, yes. let's explain this. Mm -hmm. Revelation is not an imagination. Okay, explain. Revelation is not something that pops out of the air and hits it your mind. Hits you and you're like, wow. No. Revelation is when a scripture is unlocked. Yeah. So you were studying it and then God broke a seal. And I think also like what you're saying, the first also question is, why yeah. would you want to engage in debates? Because there's also this Christianity where somebody feels like, I really need to defend God. Yes. These people don't seem to understand God. Listen, God doesn't need to be defended. Build your, I mean, work on your own Build salvation. Your, yes. You journey your With journey. Friend, yes. And go your way. Just go your way. In fact, what we are doing today mm -hmm. is what Revelation is. is. Yes. We are taking a scripture. God broke a sin. We saw behind the scenes. Mm. We are bringing that light. Mm. So Why? Don't engage because the entrance of the light brings light. understanding. Mm -hmm. The entrance of the word brings light, and that light brings understanding. understanding. Yes. With that, we are able to accomplish more. Mm. Now, we've established the foundation of the earth, God the creation yes. of the earth. Mm -hmm. Now we want to find out where did the world come from. So we're going to look at a couple of scriptures yes. that have the term, the foundation of the world, because we want to find out where was it founded. Yes. And again, like you're saying, everywhere you look, you'll always find those two words are always together. Yes. Foundation of the world. That's yeah. the scripture we are looking at. Mm -hmm. And Matthew 13, 35. Mm -hmm. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Oh. Matthew 25, 34. Mm -hmm. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, mm -hmm. Come. You blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. Luke eleven fifty, the blood of all the prophets, that the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation. Mm -hmm. John seventeen twenty four, Father, this is Jesus praying. I will that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am, mm -hmm. that they may behold my glory, which you have given me. For you have loved me before the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 1, 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So, we can see scripture has got record. And by the way, we've only given you six scriptures. Mm. There are others. There are many. At least, at least I have found 11, 12. Mm. We just picked some. Yes. And the principle is this, is that we are, we are seeing there's something called the foundation of the world. Now, in the most normal terms, again, English, mm -hmm. the word foundation should primarily have two meanings. All right? Mm -hmm. One, when something was founded or where it began. Or two, what something is established on. All right? Now, normally, if you are to look at this scripture, then you'd assume, because this scripture is written in Greek, 
that when you looked behind the scene to see the word foundation here, there are two words you'd expect to find which at least are related. Yes. But the main word you would find is called temelios, mm. which has to do with the beginning or the founding of something. The other one that might have been used is hypostasis, which has to do with the, power of the way something is established. Mm -hmm. But when you go to look into this scripture, you do not, this is the strange thing, mm. every single of those scriptures you have read, the term Themelios is not there. So the word foundation is not. Is not there. So there is an, a term that was there that was wrongly translated foundation. So the foundation here. Yes. The, the word now used here. Yes. What does it mean, the word foundation? All right. Now the word used for foundation here is a different Greek word. Mm -hmm. It's the word katabelos. Mm -hmm. So it actually says if it's written in that Greek. That sounds like Lingala. <laughs> yes. If it's written in Greek, you'd say katabelos cosmos, which means foundation of the world. But it doesn't say that. Mm. It should say Themelios Cosmos. cosmos yeah. yeah, a bit of Greek today. Mm -hmm. All right? But it doesn't yeah, say class. that. <laughs> it doesn't say that. Yeah. So it says Katabelos Cosmos. So correct rendering of Katabelos is interesting. Mm -hmm. It means to throw down violently, mm. to cast away. So when you say the foundation, scatter. the word foundation, yes. to cast away, yes. to scatter, to, to, scatter, to mm -hmm. throw down violently, to, down violently. To, to remove from yourself. Now, as a good student, yes. I will go back to any of those scriptures, <laughs> all right? And read how they should have been written in English. Okay, let me just take my scriptures, for example. Yes. Luke 11.50, mm -hmm. that the blood of all the prophets, mm -hmm. which was shed from there, casting away, mm -hmm. the thrusting away of the world, mm -hmm. or the violently yes. throwing away. away. Mm -hmm. So when we talk of the word foundation, and every time we see before the foundation, we should be reading before mm. the casting away or mm. the thrusting away or the uh, roughly yes. putting away yes. of the world. Uh -huh. Now, that uh -huh. brings that, should raise, if you're a good student, that already should raise questions. Yes. All right? Yes. That should already raise questions. So now, what we have to do yeah. is now we have to break down this term world because mm -hmm. what was cast away what was thrown down violently the world what was this world thing so already from the word go this must be something negative if he talks about from the foundation now let's also take the scripture where jesus says you loved me before yes. and that is john 17 24 yes. father yes. I will that they also whom you have given me be yeah. with me where I am, mm. that they may behold my glory, which you have given me. For you loved me mm. before the casting away, away, before forcefully throwing away, before thrusting away of the world. Yes. So if you're saying that Jesus is saying you loved me before the thrusting or the casting, yes. like you're saying, yes. then the world is not a good thing. And then who cast? Then who cast? Okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah, those are the questions now. Who arising. did the casting away? This, this Who did the throwing away? This is what we already have a clue. Yes. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, what is this thing called world? And now it's important for us to understand this term called world. Okay. Because the, the, the problem is, again, um, there are several Greek words, again, that were compounded into the term world in English. Mm -hmm. And this is where the problem really is. I think maybe that's also, maybe again we go back. Remember we started yes. by showing you different words like love, yeah. like power, the ones yes. that we have misinterpreted as believers. Yes. And now when we talk of the world and say, wait, even the world yes. has different names. Exactly. And depending on what you're talking, yes. you could be misquoting scripture, yes. thinking that you're talking, because you're talking the wrong language. Because you see, this is the problem. Yeah. When you use the term world, 
if we take all the words that were translated world and we we'll look at them, there are about four mm -hmm. in, the, in the New Testament, you get confused. Yes. Because they seem to conflict with each other. Now, that's what we are looking at. I think in fact, let's take some conflicts yes. before we even break down the words. Mm -hmm. When you hear a word like, do not love the world, Mm -hmm. Then you hear another statement, for God so loved the world. Mm, you are in the world, but you're not of the world. Then okay, you hear, wait. do not conform to this world. But be transformed. Okay. Yes. Then and you hear, go into all the world. Okay. realize, <laughs> wait. Now, yeah. I'm not supposed to be of the world, but I'm sent into the world. Yes. And then don't be conformed. Yes. But, like, okay, God so loved the Make world. Make up your mind. You feel like, listen. What does it profit a man world? if he gains the, the whole world, world and loses his own? So, so the Bible seems to be in conflict. We need to understand. No, it is not. not. The problem is that when this word was, especially when the English Bible first came, a lot of the translations were done not from the Greek but from the Latin. Mm -hmm. And therefore, some words were missed. When the Greek came later, many people struggled with changing. Okay. Before you go on, <laughs> does that tell us as believers that where we are going, we have to... Think, study. research. We think, we have to research. We can no longer just be born again and go into heaven. We have to come to this place of saying, I want to understand. Even going back like what yeah. you're saying, yeah. that the Bible was translated from Latin yes. to English. I need to go, those, some of those things yes. people now. Google. Yeah. Just go, go do your homework, go research <laughs> the Latin Vulgate, yeah. and then go to the Geneva Bible and see all these stories for yourself. Mm -hmm. Then the Tyndale Bible, which was the first one that was translated directly from the Greek. And why Tyndale got into trouble? Because some of his translations shook these thought systems. Mm, mm. This is where the trouble starts. Because it changes the status quo yeah. of things. Mm -hmm. Now, why are all these things important? Because, assume you understood the concept that the Bible is a manual for life. If I gave you a manual to work a piece of equipment, yes. and then you notice that certain aspects of that manual do not have correspondence <laughs> with the product I gave you. The thing is saying, okay, power number five. There's no number five. And then you look at your machine, you're like, well, let me ask you, do you know what you do? For yes. example, sometimes when you open a machine yes. and it says something that you're missing yes. because there's some manuals that is one manual for five for machines. Exactly. Now, do you realize every time you read and you're like so excited yeah. that this one, the washing machine, yes. for example, uh, dries ABCD. Yes. And then you're like, wow, excited. Yes. So you're looking for the button. You can't find it. And you're like, wait, this is not the machine they're talking about. Then you go back and check at the earlier page and realize, for the people who have got this serial number, mm. read these chapters. For the people who have got these other serial numbers, this is then you'll see, this button does not apply to this machine. To this edition. Mm. Now, question. Yes. Is it possible that God gave us a manual that does not have some buttons. We don't have the buttons in us. Yeah, the problem is that it's not true. It's not. So if something is wrong, then somebody rewrote the, the manual. Mm. Not the manufacturer. Remove some buttons. Yeah, somebody tried some. to simplify, and by simplifying, they changed meanings. Mm. This is where the problem comes. True. So sometimes it is deliberate, sometimes it is a mistake. We're not going to go through that. Go through that. We're yeah. just dealing with what we want to fix here. Let's go back to our world. All right? <laughs> the world. Yes. So, world. Now, now we're going to look at some words, four words, yeah. that have been translated words world. in places in the Bible when they shouldn't have been. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The first one is the word earth. Okay. So, there are places where, you see, every writer who wrote in Greek, whenever he wrote the word term earth, 
use the term G, G-E or G-E-E, mm. G. And that would be the term used everywhere. He would yes. never use the term cosmos. What? Cosmos. He would use G. G. So if you read uh, Genesis 1-1, yes. I'll be saying that God created the heavens and, and the G. G. Not the heavens and the cosmos. Not heaven and cosmos. Guys, I'm in class. <laughs> and I hope we are all in this together. So God created the heaven and G. Yes. Okay. And the, so that's the principle. Yes. The second word mm -hmm. that would be used is eukomene or ekomene. Mm -hmm. Or ekomene is where we get the word economy from. Mm -hmm. In the terms of the Greek, the term uh, or ekomene does not mean economy, money. Mm -hmm. Economy means humanity, people, lifestyles, yes. opportunities. So, for God so loved them, humanity. So if I was to read that, now I say, for God so loved the world. Yeah. But that also now doesn't mean God loved G. No. He loved Oikomene. Thank you. You are I a good Greek if student. If you're a Greek and you're listening to us, it's somebody, of course, the pronunciation is not the correct. It's, not it's an African accent. It's Don't not worry. important. But, but the language is correct. The word. Yes. We are saying this word yes. means for so for God so loved humanity exactly. that he sent. Yes. His own. Jesus came to save us, not the systems. Mm. Mm. Came to save us. Not creation. Creation is fine. Mm -hmm. It is man who fell. Man is all who fell. So for God so loved humanity. Yes. That, he that makes sense. That's, you see the principle. Or rather it changes the yeah. meaning. So unfortunately, what word would you find there? Mm. World. World. That's where the problem comes. Okay. The third Greek word that sometimes is also misinterpreted yes. is called aeon. Aeon. Mm -hmm. Now aeon in Greek, in English again you'll find the word world. When well, the correct word in English yes. should be age. Okay. Season. Mm. So, what does that mean? For God has spoken to us. For God framed by faith, Hebrews. We understand that God framed mm. the worlds, the eons, mm. the epochs, yes. the seasons of human history. history. Mm. That's the principle. Yeah. That's what it deals with. That's the idea of eon. And again, when Jesus said, and... Um, when he talked about the destruction of the temple, mm -hmm. the destruction of Jerusalem, the term he used was eon. And that's what the disciples asked him. But what shall, what be? shall be the signs of the end of this eon? eon. Not world. Not, uh, or, yeah, or, not the world. The eon. The, the era you're discussing. So, let's, let's understand this. Yes. When you talk of age, when you talk of an epoch, when yes. you talk of season, yes. it is... In a time in earth, history framed by God's prophetic word, by God's decree. Is that what we call Kairos and Kronos? Yes, it's a Kairos. Okay, explain maybe Kairos and yes. Kronos. Kairos is a season in God. Yes. Which means when God says something will come to pass, mm -hmm. the season in which that thing comes to pass That's is called a Kairos. A Kairos. But the activities of that thing coming to pass is called a chronos. Chronos and chronos here is where we talk of the word uh, chronology. chronology. Where we've got the time, the watch, chronometer. So in the earth yes. is chronos because yes. we are looking at time. Yes. When we talk of Genesis, yeah. God said, yes. the seed of woman yes. will crush your, your head. head. That word mm. immediately burst a kairos. Thank you. All right. Yes. But in and the even Kairoses. Kairoses. That's yes. how superior God is. Yes, Kairoses. Yes. And in the earth, now yes. there was 
time. Now from that moment, yes. Chronos. In the Kairoses, mm -hmm. let's speak a bit of Greek. Okay. In the Kairoses of God, yes. there were Chronoses of men. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what we're trying to understand. We begin. Yeah. And then this is the principle of Ecclesiastes. Mm. To everything, there is a time. Mm. You see? Yes. And a purpose under mm -hmm. the heavens. So there's a season in which something is accomplished. Okay. That's what we call an epoch in human history. So I'm still looking at this issue of Genesis because yes. that's a long time, the yes. whole of the Old Testament. That's what the Bible says in the fullness of, of time. Jesus came. And when we talk of Jesus arriving, that arrival, when yes. we say that Mary says, Let it be unto me. Yes. That According. is, she downloaded a yes, word activation. that was spoken in Genesis. Yes. She downloaded it. Yeah. When Jesus was born, and Jesus came into ministry, and Jesus stands up, and the heavens open, and God says, this is my, my son. son. That is an epoch. There you go. So we see an end of an, an yeah. epoch yes. and a beginning. Uh, now, this is an end of an, an aeon. And a you beginning see, of another aeon. aeon. Now, that's why I would say, in the Roman world, mm. Why do we use that term? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In that season of yes. Roman rule. Mm -hmm. And how everything operated within that rule. Yes. You understand? Mm -hmm. In the Jewish world. So we also have our descriptions for this. That is not what we mean in terms of... The world. Yeah. But here in the Bible, eons have to do with God's periods mm. of history. Yes. Not men's periods. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jesus would say, some of you standing here... Ah. Uh -huh. Will not die before you see these things. Then they ask, which things? When shall be your second coming? One eon. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And when shall be the end of this age? And this age now, sometimes it's translated, yes. when shall be the end of the world? world. But the world here yes. is not the world. Exactly. It is an eon, an epoch, and a time Jesus season. gave them clues to how some eons are activated and changed. That particular statement, <laughs> that particular question, or that particular scripture yes. is one of the most confused because, or yes. rather confusing, because yeah. right now, even in this season of COVID, mm -hmm. there are so many people who are saying, exactly. because of that statement, yes. it's the end of the world. world. Well, 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 in truth, it's the end of our world, world. an eon. Uh, you see, and then Jesus gives us a strange clue. Mm -hmm. He says, when you see earthquakes, pestilences, what do we say? He said, "It is a sign of the end." No, he said, "It's a bath pants. Mm. Mm. It's the beginning of an eon." If we talk of bath pants, <laughs> when you talk of a woman who is in her labor pains, she is not in the, her end. She's about she's to actually give birth. beginning. Thank this child is coming. Whatever she's birthing so is saying, beginning. How I activate new eons? Mm. It's true. <laughs> when you hear rumors of war. When you hear pestilences, when you hear earthquakes, what is happening? An eon is ending mm. and another eon is coming. Mm, it's a bathing. I'm giving you a pattern. And if it is a bathing, it means there's a new thing that comes after these things that yes. you're talking about. So if we look at this now, we're in a pandemic and when you talk about this, you're talking about a global pand there you go. pandemic. There are some things that have happened before. If you mm. go through history, yes. there are some things that happened, but yes. they happened in a continent. Yes. They happened in a country. Yes. But this particular pandemic has happened in, uh -huh. everywhere. Yes. And 
of course, we'll talk about this later, yeah. about the shakings yeah, and everything. The shakings of but when you see this then, using that scripture, yes. they, we should see as the sons of God, we should understand, it's the birthing of uh -huh. something. Yeah. Now, the three terms we have used so far are wrongly applied to the term world. Mm. G. G. And Good. Am I a good student? You're getting your Greek together. Good. <laughs> yeah. So those three terms mm -hmm. normally is what we refer to when we read the Bible saying the world. Now that we have recast them, okay. all those scriptures have light. Mm -hmm. You get? Very. Now the term that should use the term world okay. is the term cosmos. Mm -hmm. So when the Bible says, since the foundation of the cosmos, cosmos not of the eon, Cosmos, okay, explain the cosmos. <laughs> Let's go back a bit. Yes. Remember what you said? Since the foundation of the world. World. That all the scriptures you read, mm -hmm. every single one of them, six of them, mm -hmm. they were talking about cosmos. So I'm going back to my scriptures yet yes. again and looking at, for example, Matthew yes. 25, 34 with this new understanding. Uh -huh. One, the word foundation mm -hmm. is the word casting away or yes. forcefully removing. Mm -hmm. All right? Then the word world yes. is cosmos cosmos that's the term used there not the any of the other terms we have used yes so all the other terms have to do with god and when he talks about now cosmos when you talk of the word cosmos yes. now what's the meaning now that's where we want to go okay so remember the other three yeah. all have to do with god mm -hmm. but they are not the ones we're talking about here yes yes so cosmos has nothing to do with god yes now matthew 25 i had read earlier let's read it again mm -hmm. That um, Jesus talking, it is Jesus. Then shall the king say unto them, mm. All right, mm. come, you blessed of my father, mm. inherit the kingdom of God, a mm. kingdom prepared for you mm. from the casting away or the thrusting away of the cosmos. Thank you. So there's a separation between that kingdom and, and this cosmos. Yeah. If anything, this kingdom was prepared before. Yes. This one, yeah, this one tried to overcome this one. This one existed Let's before that Let's understand now. I think we need to understand Are this cosmos together? now. All right. Yes. Now, cosmos mm -hmm. is a very interesting term. The term cosmos has only one major application in the Greek. Every writer writing it mm -hmm. knew what they were saying. They were talking of man-made systems mm -hmm. that are in opposition to everything God represents. Cosmos is man-man? Man-made systems in opposition or trying to replace the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So, here comes, I mean, I'm asking questions from a point of a student listening to yes. you and I really want to understand yes. something. That when we look at Genesis chapter 3, mm -hmm. when the enemy came and told the man, man yes. Adam and Eve, yes. that if you eat this, mm. you shall be like God. Alright? Yes. Man ate and we always say that man fell. Yes. When man fell, he started coming up with his own systems Thank you. that are in opposition to God. Yes. That contradict. Fact, it is tied to what you've just said. Mm -hmm. When the devil or the serpent said to man, you shall be like God. He did not use the same word. And this is crucial to understand again. English. English words. <laughs> yes. See, the word God made man in their own image. In his own, own image. likeness. Is they were already like him. Like him meaning an image of him, a representative of him. Mm. What the devil offered them was not that word again, English. 
the term he used is like God, yes. but the Hebrew for that is not image. So when I'm a believer yes. without this understanding, yes. I say yes. that the Bible says in Genesis 1.26, let us make man in our image after yes. our likeness. Yes. All right? Yes. Then the devil says, you will be like God. Yes. Now, in ignorance, I think like God yeah. and let us make man in our likeness yes. is the same word like. Well, listen, before this scripture was broken for me mm -hmm. years ago, I used to preach. Yes. I used to say, what they were like they God. Be offered? They were already like God. What was wrong with them? Yeah. Then I said, no. Remember the manual? Yes. Something here is inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Adam isn't in a fallen state when he's being made this offer. He's not in an ignorant state. He's still one who walks he's with God. He's a son of God. So he must have had another understanding. He cannot fall for what he already knows. And again, looking don't at make the word... Al don't make Adam ignorant. Then the word like. Yes. And the word like. Yes. You have to also tell yourself one statement. Yeah. The devil has no ability to talk the truth. Exactly. So if he tells him you'll be like God, something that statement else. is wrong. Yes. There's no way the devil can so, tell you the truth. So if there's something else... <laughs> And the devil doesn't tell lies. He's smarter than that. Yes. He tell, he gives deception. Deception. Deception yes. looks like truth. Mm -hmm. That's the power of it. But what made Adam fall for this? Mm. Uh, in this level, what made the woman catch this? Because yes. of the term like. Like. The term like there was interesting. It was the term equal. Mm -hmm. You shall be equal to God. Able to make decisions like him, mm. able to determine for what yourself is, mm -hmm. what is good and what, and is, what is, evil. is evil. That was the offer. Yes, so the God. offer was an upgrade from who they were. So according to them. Yes, because, an yes, you see the understanding was they were to compete with God, mm. not represent God. So in Genesis 1.26, God says, yes. you will, I'll, I'm creating man who is in my likeness, my nature yeah. and character. To represent me. To represent but the offer now is to compete. That's how so, your cosmos is born. Now, cosmos is born there. Actually, exactly. I was going there. Exactly. So when the enemy again comes to Jesus, yes. in a birthing of a new epoch, yes. he offered the same thing. Same offer. Wow. And we'll be getting to that. Mm -hmm. Same offer. So, so the, the idea, like, all right. once you understand that, mm -hmm. you'll understand that now, men began to develop systems that oppose God. Genesis 11. Mm -hmm. Like we said, both foundations are found in Genesis. Mm -hmm. Where they build a tower and we know what was that, what did God do to the tower? Mm -hmm. Cast them away. Yes. Threw it down. Yes. Scattered them. Are you beginning to see the principle mm -hmm. of, of what we talk about foundation? Foundation and the world. Uh -huh. Now with this new understanding... And let's throw a clue in. What did they say? Mm -hmm. Let us make for ourselves a city that ascends to... Heaven. heaven. What is the picture of that? Mm. Our own version yes. of things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, as a good student, and I believe some of you who are following me, or rather following him, yeah. <laughs> me and you, we are following this, isn't it? Now, let's go back yes. to Matthew 13 and read these two words, foundation yeah. and the world with this new understanding. Uh -huh. That the word foundation and the word the, the word world. world right? Matthew 13, 35. I'm just going back so that when we read now, with this new understanding, we see yes. if the scripture now opens yeah, up yeah. in a new way. It unlocks. Brings more light. Yes. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the casting away of every man-made system that was in opposition to God. Thank you. What does that mean? And when mm -hmm. Jesus says that, he's talking about parables. Uh -huh. So what is the key? Hidden secrets, since mm -hmm. when? 
There are things God held back to release to the sons. Wow. Because when there was a casting away, they were in opposition to this. Mm -hmm. So no problem. I will now utter, and he's quoting a prophet, that he will now, that when he came, mm. he would utter the secrets. And yes. he would say to the disciples, it is given to, to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of mm. God. Mm. Here are the keys now. That is, this alone can make you dig deep into the parables. That's the thing. I'm just <laughs> looking at this and I'm like, it so makes so much sense. Yes. Matthew 25, 34, then shall yes. the king say unto them that on ah, his right hand, come, yes. you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you before the forcefully thrusting away mm -hmm. of the man-made system yes. that contradicted the kingdom of God. In fact... Mm. I have a better way of reading the Bible now. <laughs> now we can throw something here that makes sense. Yeah. It says that at the Tower of Babel, they were divided into languages and scattered across the face of the earth. Yes. Yet we see in the day of Pentecost, they were filled by the Spirit and they spoke the languages of everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's a picture of a reunification of the kingdom that can speak into every language mm. that had been scattered before. Yes. It's a principle of the cosmos is about to shatter. Mm. A Crumble. new generation. Tarry a while in Jerusalem until yes. I feel you so that I can send you. Mm -hmm. What am I sending you with? The kingdom. The kingdom of God. These are the, you see, now you're beginning to see clues to where the story is going. Yes. Now, that tells you every time you see the term foundation of the world in the Bible, now you know. Mm -hmm. Foundation and the world. For me, I think it's making so much <laughs> sense. And you've looked at different words. When you yes. look at the word love in the Bible, now yes. you start asking, yes. what is God saying? Yep. Do not love the world. Yes. What is the word love there? Yeah. When we talk about, for example, we said uh, the word power. Yes. You will now think again, wait, what which power? Is which is here? the word being yeah. used here? And that it makes even the Bible interesting yes. to read. Yes. You know, yes. it makes it interesting. And now, of course, mm. we now I think we have understanding that when now the Bible talks to us about, and I want you to read Luke yeah. 4, 5 and 6, and I want us now to pull cosmos into, or rather place it in the sentence okay. for us to understand. All right. So yeah. remember, cosmos is human-made yeah, systems. Uh, systems. Then the devil said, this is Luke chapter 4, verse 5. Then the devil uh, taking him up on a high mountain. Jesus has just come from uh, being baptized. Him. And then he's gone to the wilderness. Yes. Now he's back and the devil is... He's still under the temptation. Yes. Yeah. So this is the temptation of Jesus. Yeah. Showed him all the kingdoms of the world. Showed him all the kingdoms of the mad-made systems. Kingdoms of the cosmos. Listen, the <laughs> devil is showing Jesus, the creator of heaven and earth, he's telling him the son of God, yes. I will give you, he showed him the kingdoms of the man-made systems. Thank you. And said to him, all this authority I will give you. Give you authority over what? His made systems. Man-made systems. They're made with, I mean, yes. the enemy has systems. Exactly. And the thing is, they are kingdoms, they are plural, they are many. They are many. They that are all us... over, they are powerful, they are functional. So let's read that again. So let's go backwards yeah. to something yeah. before you read that. Mm -hmm. From Adam, he was made an offer. Yes. By Jesus, that offer has grown. Mm. It's a complete operational. It's a whole... It has replaced the kingdom in the earth. Wow. And that is what he's showing Jesus. Yes. He's telling him something now reading using the same uh, world. Yes. That... He showed, he showed him yeah. all the kingdoms that are contrary to the kingdom of God. And he's telling him, I mean, he's telling the son of God, that I will give you the kingdoms that are contrary to the kingdom of God. 
I mean, if you will worship how, me, if you worship me, he's making an offer. See what is strange about this scripture? Oh, what? We must all agree. What is strangest about this particular temptation hmm. is that Jesus did not dispute it. Yes. Didn't that argue with he him. He has authority to give all this. Yeah, he did not argue. Hmm. In fact, his focus here was, I will not worship you. Yeah. His focus was not the kingdoms. He, he did not query. He knew these are your own. Yes, mm -hmm. he did not query the offer. It existed. Yes. He said, no, no, no. None to be worshipped, but the Lord your God. In other words, let's not argue that you own the systems. Those are your own. Let's not argue if you develop something contrary. Mm. But you know what? The key issue of anybody in that system, and the devil tells us here, if you worship him, these are your systems. Mm. So how do you understand what devil worship? People think devil <laughs> worship is when you walk into a, a hall uh, yes. facing backwards. Looking funny, dressing some crazy things. And chanting some funny yeah. things. The devil tells me, my friend, I have systems that I've created. I will give you those if systems. those systems replace God for you, you have bowed down to worship me. And remember, those systems are controlled by one If thing. those systems control your life, then you already bowed down. And they are controlled by mom. If they determine your destiny, remember all the terms I'm using are the terms that God was supposed to be. Mm. Do you see the power of this? Yes. That's why the cosmos had to be cast away, mm. thrown down. And that is why it is, the Bible even tells us that loving the world is enmity with God. With God, loving the world. It's loving enmity. the world systems. Yeah, because loving to them. love them, you must hate God. And that's why Jesus said, you can't you cannot serve. serve two masters. Mm -hmm. All those who chase these things, what do they, do they do? They are the ones who do not love God. God. This and is the principle. Looking at Jesus again, yes. he's saying that you can't serve two masters. Uh -huh. Why are there two masters? Yes. Because one, God, is the creator of heaven and, and uh, the G, yes. the earth. Then we have another God, small g, yes. that is a master over this world. Yes, and what does the world sense. do? The world takes what is God's mm. and perverts it minus God. So it doesn't create something separate. Now, let's go further. Once you understand this, mm -hmm. we're going to look at a scripture that in former understanding would have bundled with God. <laughs> with this understanding... Clarity comes and you're it's able to distinguish. So easy to read. Please read Romans. Romans 1, 18 to 20. <laughs> yes. And the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven mm -hmm. against all the godlessness and the wickedness of people mm -hmm. who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Mm -hmm. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, mm -hmm. because God has made it plain to them. Mm -hmm. For since the creation of the world... Interesting. God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that these people are without excuse. So who are the context here? Mm. The context of this scripture is cosmos. This is, we're talking about cosmos. Yes, yeah. and it's a description of cosmos. Yeah. Tells you about God's wrath is being revealed. Mm -hmm. On who? On all the rebellious, all the wickedness, all... He's describing what is happening in the cosmos. Mm -hmm. And God is and he's telling you, and yet, yet, in spite of that, God's invisible attributes are visible. So, so they who, 
the no, people yeah. in the cosmos yes. have no excuse. So we have this world system yes. created by the enemy. Yes. In Nita people, yes. this system is wicked. Yes. It's against God. It's yes. against the kingdom of yep. God. But even though yes. this kingdom, this wickedness is happening, the rebellion mm. is going on. The qualities, the divine qualities, the, the God is calling it that, the invisible qualities, mm -hmm. his eternal power mm -hmm. and his divine nature is still visible even In to the midst those. Of this. All this happening around Does that not sound like Isaiah 60? Mm. Darkness has covered the earth. Yes, but in the same darkness, light shines. Arise. So this scripture for a long time, what do we think? Mm -hmm. It's about the creation, God creation. No, no. Since, in fact, the term here should have been since the foundation, foundation not the, the creation. World. Yeah, since yeah. the creation of the world. Yeah. This world is the one that is exactly. in contradiction to God. Wow. It's the same term foundation. So in the world today, if I'm yes. getting this, we yes. are talking about in the world today, yes. no matter what is happening, the rebellion going on, all the bills that have been passed on abortion and gays and all yes. this, everything happening there, there are two things that are not hidden yes. from man. Yes. And when fact, you look at you that... Read, if you read the rest of that scripture, it yeah. covers all those things you're talking about. Yes. 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 You need to continue yeah. with uh, Romans chapter yeah. 1. Yeah. But it talks about with all this rebellion going on, mm -hmm. eternal power and God's divine nature are still visible. Are still visible. No this is the issue. Now, let's ask the question. We've discovered there was a place where cosmos was started. Yes. We've discovered a source of the cosmos. Yes. We have discovered that uh, it was cast away. Mm -hmm. We've discovered it is opposing God. Now we need to discover who is in charge. Remember, when we spoke about the earth, we had witnesses. Yes. We found men witness. Mm -hmm. We found God, God witness. And we angel. found angels witness. Now we've just come from where the devil has admitted he owns. The now world. let's find a, and also a witness of somebody telling us the same. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Human. Second uh -huh. Corinthians chapter 4. So if verse 3, so if our gospel is veiled, mm -hmm. it is veiled to those who are dying. Mm -hmm. In their case, the God of this world, the mm. God of this cosmos, the God of these systems that are contradicting the kingdom of God has mm. blinded the minds of those who do not believe to keep them from seeing the light of the glorious gospel of the Messiah, who is the image of God. Now what is crucial in this passage is we've seen two systems. Mm. We've seen the God of this world, yes, and we've seen it is contrary. It is in a disagreement with Christ. So there's no way God could have created a system that is blinding men from him. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. You see? Yes. If it was just the God of this world has blinded, would have left it there. Yes. But it is clear that those who are not receiving the kingdom are perishing. The term there is perishing. Yeah. Perishing because dying is interesting. You don't die slowly. Dying. <laughs> this is a process. Yes, it's a process yes. of, of degeneration. Mm. A process of decay. Yes. A process of crumbling. Mm. But who are these people in the process? Mm. Those who the truth is veiled. And who has blinded them? The God of this world. How does he blind them? Mm. Remember where we just come from? I will give you these things. Thank you. How was he trying to blind Jesus? Mm, with the thing. The blinding of this system is effective because... It counterfeits the kingdom. It offers a lie. Mm -hmm. So you are blinded by the offer. You are blinded by the, the mirage. Mm -hmm. You are blinded. That makes you not hear or see God. Mm -hmm. 
So you do not see the image of God, you do not see Christ, you do not hear the truth, because this is offering you an alternative. An alternative Christ. Remember uh, the issue of Antichrist, offering another Christ. And this scripture reminds me of John 10, 10, where it talks about the devil, the thief comes to steal, kill, kill, and and destroy. destroy. But uh, I I have come so that you may have life life and life more Abundant. abundant. Now, one thing we mistake in the kingdom is that being in the kingdom equals lack of material things and that is why that gospel is what makes many people fall for that statement exactly where he the enemy blinds you with i will give you this if you worship me yes why because you've been told uh, misrepresentation again that the kingdom does not have material increase in fact it talks against it in fact it even been mistaught that the kingdom does not have a place for work yes you see there's a big difference between labor and work Mm, yeah. Because when man fell, what did God say to him? It was the curse of sweat that was a problem, yes. laboring without an output. Yes. But okay. before he was thrown out into that labor, he had work. Mm. And that work there we go was again. productive. A misunderstanding of the words yes. work. Yes. And labor. Yes. Or work uh-huh. and turmoil. And then now, what does the devil do? The devil takes the term work, replaces it with the toil. Toil. And then tells you, come and work. So it mm. sounds biblical. Toil. It's a setup. Mm-hmm. Work from the kingdom is very different. And productive. Yes. And fun. Very and interesting. Different. There's no term. Yeah. In the, you see, when Adam was at work, his family was intact. Mm. So any work that destroys the family is toil. Mm. There you go. What? <laughs> that one we'll go into yes. in another broadcast. Yes. But talking about work and toil. And toil. I think yeah. we've had uh, discussions with different people. Yes. And you hear someone telling you, is it possible to work mm. without sweat? Yes. And you tell someone, just go back and read mm. Genesis 3 after the fall. Yes. God tells man, now... With sweat, yes, you will eat. It was not meant to be. It. I mean, okay. common sense dictates. Yes, I was supposed to eat without. And you know, we are now proud. We say, "I'm eating the fruit of my sweat." Oh, please. That's called a curse by itself. I'm living in the curse, <laughs> yeah. and I'm proud of yes. it. Lack of understanding. Absolutely. Let's look at the. So we one. definitely need to do work definitely. versus toil. We'll yes. come back to that at another time. All right. So now. We have seen from Corinthians who this is. So now you understand. When you hear terms like, do not love the world, we are talking about cosmos. Or not do not be conformed. We are talking about cosmos. Mm. We are not talking about humanity. Do not love yes. the world or the things in, in the, the world. world. Because if you love the things in the world, now let's read it using our words. Yes. We are in a yes. class here. Yes. Do not love the cosmos. Uh-huh. Do not love this system that is contrary to the kingdom of yes. God. Yes. If your love is in the uh, cosmos, yes. you do not have the love of the Father. Exactly. And in fact, the term love that is used there is more correctly trust. Trust in the world system. Yes. Putting your life in the hands of, because that's an term of love. Mm, mm. When I love you, I've put my life in your hands. Yes. I determine mm. that I, I trust that you will take care of, of me. me. So that's a do not 
trust the things of the world. Uh -huh. And if you do so, the love of the Father cannot be in you. There's Simple. no way the love of God can be in me. And I love a system that is contradicting the kingdom of yes. God. That explains Let's take it. a simple example. That explains How it. can I love my neighbor, my workmate, if I'm competing with them for a position and a promotion? Because I love the things of the world. Mm. I cannot, the Father, the love of the Father cannot be in, in me. me. So if I go into a meeting where they made a mistake, oh. I will not cover them. I will, I will crucify them. Yes. So you see how those two systems cannot work together. Mm. But if this was a kingdom business, I would make sure the mistake didn't arrive. Or Make if it did, one. I would cover it mm. so that we can grow together. That explains the yes. world and the kingdom. Yes. And again, like you say, do not be conformed, talking in Romans, mm -hmm. do not be conformed to this system yeah. that is against God. Yes. But be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Why you. is your mind being renewed? Yes. Because you're coming from a place where the world is where you put your trust. It has you configured your be... thinking, yes. configured your reasoning, mm -hmm. and we'll be coming back to those uh, areas of conform when we talk about current impact, current change, and the crisis in the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before we finish today, we'll definitely deal with the issue of how had we conformed and what we need to transform, yes, and what is God crushing. Mm -hmm. You see, yep. those are crucial issues, yes. But the thing is, this so when you hear the term God so loved the world, you now know we're talking about inhabitants or humanity. Mm -hmm. That's why you hear scriptures like God rules in the affairs, affairs. of men. Mm. In humanity, he says the rules of how humanity should live, mm. how things should operate. Yes. So now we've looked at all the meanings of how God speaks and frames. And, but just because we've said that, I want us to look at one scripture, Hebrew, Hebrew 11, 3. Mm -hmm. So know, we now put terms. There are some scriptures we've read before, but I want to put a term into place. So another scripture that has been used before yes. can be understood. This is Hebrews yes. 11 verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds Plural. were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Now with what we've explained we now know this term here is eons. By faith yeah. we understand mm -hmm. that the eons Yes, God framed the periods of human history by mm. his word. By faith we understand mm -hmm. that the periods of mm. human history mm -hmm. were framed by the word of God mm -hmm. so that the things which are seen were not made of things that are visible. And that explains to us the prophetic, mm. the decrees, what you said earlier yes. about uh, kairoses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When a kairos is activated, history is framed. Mm. When Jesus said, Listen, this temple will not be left standing. He, he was framing history. He speaks. Go to 72 AD and watch Titus march towards Jerusalem and watch everything Jesus said mm. come to pass. So when we talk of eons, we are talking of a world. Yes. So, for example, we are in 2020. Yes. And here is a, an end of an mm. epoch, uh -huh. an end of a world. And that is why you hear many people saying, this is the end of their world. Uh -huh. No, it's the end of our world, exactly. an epoch, a time. Yes. And human history that has been shaped up to now yes. is coming to pass. Exactly. Now, that is why you had us speak and say, we need the people to pray for the arising, the emergence of the new prophets. Authentic prophets. Authentic prophets. Because we want the new eon to be revealed. Yes. The new epoch to be activated. Yes. For us to understand the framework mm. on how we are going to operate. Yes. 
You know, it, it's so interesting that it is said that um, the early church, at the time when Titus was marching towards Jerusalem, because they knew the prophetic word that Jesus had given, yes. they were not found in Jerusalem. Mm. Remember he said, go into all the world. Yes. He knew what he was doing. By the time Jerusalem was being destroyed, they had gone. They were gone. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> they understood these things. Mm. And that's what we are saying. We are supposed to be able to anticipate what's happening. Yes. So by the next step mm. of where we are going, yeah. everything changes from here. Yes. And this is going to be very crucial to where we are going next. So we now know what are we actually at. Mm -hmm. We are at the end of our world. A world, an epoch, an age. Simple. Mm. An age has ended. Yes. So the thing is, when an age ends, now I don't want to go into the depth of some prophetic thing, but I want to leave you with the edges. When an end of an epoch comes, certain things that were very valid mm. in the past become invalid. Mm -hmm. Certain leadership that was very prominent goes silent. Mm. Certain unknowns emerge. Let's talk about this. Yes. When you look at the Bible, when it talks about John and Jesus, yes. when you talk about John, John was at the end of an epoch. Exactly. All right? And he was introducing, Even announced. Yes, yes. introducing or announcing a new epoch. Mm -hmm. When Jesus came, the Bible says that Jesus said that the kingdom of God is here. Yes. And the least in the kingdom is greater, greater. than the general of exactly. the last. Exactly. Meaning, anyone who <laughs> enters into where Jesus is, in the new epoch yes. is greater yes. than the one who stopped at the last. And Jesus himself has just finished saying, of all men born of women, none greater than John. I think John and Jesus is one of the transitions where somebody in, needs to read. In fact, to understand this season, yes. somebody needs to remove religious eyes mm -hmm. and study the shift between John and Jesus. Yes. Because you'll see pictures that are absolutely amazing. Mm. I know we've discussed it before in different forums, but yes. this is a, a context I just want to pull out one thing. Mm. That John clearly understands what is coming. John defines it and points it out. Yes. And for me, usually in the prophetic, this is a scary moment. Mm. The ability to discern the next thing and not be part of it. Mm. And you did actually you ushered it in. Yes, to speak it. In fact, you are the reference point. You are the one who told people, "Behold." Yes. Without John, you are the key. <laughs> I mean, you identified John. Jesus. Wow. See, I don't want to be, and I mean, I know in another heart I'm called a futurist. I don't want to be the futurist who points out the future that he never enters. Hmm. Mm, that's sad. <laughs> that's sad. Yeah, you cannot take advantage, but you clearly define it, and then when the future you pointed arrives, you question it. And now you are like, wait. And you spoke. You, you spoke said, it. behold. Now he's yes. asking, are you the one, or should we wait for another? Okay, exactly. wait, John. What just happened? Yes. That is the sad po point where, when you don't enter the new thing that God is doing, yes. you actually start questioning uh -huh. even the accuracy you had and the when problem, you were speak God and, was speaking to you. The problem is if you're an influencer. You will carry the old mindset mm. into the new. Mm. We see that with John. Yes. We see Paul, who didn't even meet Jesus. Yes. Catching up with John's disciples. Notice the term. In the book of Acts, yeah, I mean. You know, it's so funny. By that time, Peter is Peter. John is John. I mean, the apostles have their name. Mm -hmm. John's disciples are still called John's disciples. They, they have, have not known. changed their identity, meaning they have not upgraded for the last truth. Exactly. Mm. And then he asked them a question that came post Jesus. Have you received the Holy Spirit? <laughs> they said the only baptism we know is the baptism of John. John. But let me ask you, what is the baptism of John? 
Jesus is coming. Mm-hmm. So now that he came and le- oh wait. <laughs> you are still talking of the baptism of John. You are still pointing us to what is coming and it came. It came and continued. Exactly. Mm. That's what we want to watch out. I think that the, the sad point based on what you're saying now yes. is that the minute you stop stop moving with God, mm. if you stop going on because God is a God of migration. Yes advancement mm. moving forward mm. the minute you stop moving forward with god yes. you do not stay static yes. you actually start regressing yes you start decreasing yes and you'll continue telling us that what came is coming mm. and mm. that's what we don't want to go into yes. so right now what are the transitions happening we have a world that has ended mm. and you see the hardest part of that world is when you look at the greatest see of all men born of women John yeah, is the greatest. So you're still holding on to the greatest. Mm. When a season changes, the greatest can be a hindrance. Mm. This is the time to ask God radically, what is not coming back? What is not? And we're not talking about just um, ministry here. We're systems. talking about kingdom of God. We're talking about the kingdom encompasses family. It yes. encompasses the way you work, yes. the way you raise your children, the way marriage is. You as a man or a woman, yep. what is your position, your posture yes. in the new? Because we cannot assume yeah. what I was here is what I will know. Yes. God will def- is redefining everything. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. There are two schools of prophetic thought in this season. Mm-hmm. One school of prophetic thought I hope today we have laid to rest. The school of the end is coming. The school of the end of the world. There's I a, hope we have laid that one. I think like we said rest. about English. Yes. There's a difference between the end is coming and an end is yes. coming. There is an end that is so coming. So it's called partial sight. Mm-hmm. When you have partial sight, don't fill the gaps. Mm. When you see an end coming, don't decide it's the, the end. end is coming. Mm-hmm. All right? So we hope we've laid that school of thought. There's a second school of thought that talks about, and it's an agreed thing among most prophets globally, mm-hmm. is that God is shaking the heavens and the earth. And, the earth. Yes. and whatever can be shaken, is being shaken. Now we know there's only one thing he normally shakes off. The world. The cosmos. cosmos. <laughs> and everything in cosmos. In it. So when we talk about the earth and the cosmos being shaken, now what is in the cosmos? Remember, yes. we said that when man fell, yep. he now came up with his own systems of operation, but those systems are against God. Yes. So if we talk today, we are asking, what is the only thing that yeah. has been left standing uh-huh. in the shaking of this COVID thing? Yes. What is the one thing? So now, let's do... Uh, Analysis. Yes. Let's be CSI. Mm-hmm. If you look at scripture, John describes for us the things in the world. Yes. The last of the eyes, last of the flesh. Pride of life. Are those things standing? Mm-hmm. Broken. What has been That's broken? That's what has been shaken. If you are to summarize everything that has been shaken, those three these are the root causes. Yes. When you remove that right now, where is the pride of life? Where is the, you are the greatest or the best? COVID has touched everybody. Mm. No level. Mm. Last of the eyes, where are the beauty shows? Where are all the things that give pride of life? Image. You yourself. The I image. have an image I want people to see. You yes. are alone in the house. Yes. If I mean... Even if you don't do selfies, <laughs> you run out of space. Because this is all broken. Because these are the things that are in the world. Yes. The only thing that seems to be standing yes. is the kingdom. And uh-huh. when we talk of marriage, mm-hmm. we're talking about kingdom marriage. Thank you. You talk of last of the flesh, mm-hmm. everything that was destroying marriage has been put in abeyance. Mm. It's time for marriage to be healed. Family is the one thing. So, are we seeing the change? Mm. That's the internal change that is, but where is the repercussion being felt in the systems of the cosmos? That's why, now, this is where the problem is. When this shaking happens, 
If suns do not arise, if we do not understand we're at the end of an eon, and we need to thrive in the new eon, oh, yes. then something strange is going to happen. If we hang out, because this has happened before, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whenever there's a shift like this, if we, unfortunately in the past, majority of the church had the secondary prophetic voice, the voice of the end of the world. Mm. And what did the church then do? They put everything on hold. Or rather, people sold things. Oh, yes. People because gave away things. People end. dropped out of school. Yeah. People stopped investing. Yeah. People dropped everything. In fact, people stopped engaging the earth. Mm. Not the world. Not the world. The earth. Our exit from the earth mm. became the mm. focus. Yeah. God wants you to exit the world. Come out of her. Mm. My people. Yes, come out of, <laughs> come out of her. God, I've called you out of every tribe, people, nation. Instead of coming out of her, we want to come out of the earth. And go together. Now, when we are busy preparing for that, what happens? Because the systems have been shaken, because they have crumbled, and when they notice a gap, nature abhors a vacuum. We'll hear this time again and again, a new world order. Mm. So this new world <laughs> order is what arises when the Son of God uh, have stepped out of their room, yes. not understanding the earth is the Lord's. Mm, and the fullness there. Yes. So, when a new epoch is birthed in yes. the earth, the sons of God are supposed to step in like Jesus did. But as they step in, you're saying the enemy comes to try and... Exactly. Remember, the, uh, the cosmos has been yeah. thrust and cast. Yes. He tries to reinstall. Regroup. It's like regrouping. Yeah, regroup, we need to regroup. get this thing back. So you'll hear terms like um, bailout. Mm. Terms like, you know, compensation. Terms like, we're trying to restart the economies. Mm. Nobody's trying to restart the kingdom. The economy is what? We need to go back to the world order where we're in charge. Mm. We need to go back to the place where God was missing. Mm. We need to go back. We need to build for ourselves a city and a tower. And you know, it's interesting, yeah? As they are trying to do that, you'll always hear a new voice that is saying something very interesting, that even though the churches have been shut down, mm. the voice of God has been, have not been shut down. It's not been touched. Now, we should all tell ourselves there's a new sound, there's a 7,000 who yes. are saying. Yes. That voice of God is not supposed to just be said. Yes. There's some people, you are supposed to wake up and um, when you talk of this new epoch, yes. take your place in the epoch. Don't just pick it. Exactly. Don't just pick it. When, when, when Jesus sent them into all, all the world, yeah. he was saying, go there and make disciples. Go there and get rid of that system mm. and establish my system. Mm. This message of the kingdom shall be preached to every creature. And now we understand what he said when yes. he said go to all the world. Yes. He's saying go to all that system that is against God. Exactly. Go to the man-made systems. Yes. Go to the systems that have been contradicting the kingdom for all this time mm -hmm. and break them, shatter them exactly. and bring the kingdom order. Instead exactly. of the new world order, we're talking about a kingdom order. So when it comes to the issues of marriage, go to the world and yes. destroy how they have made marriage. Exactly. Bring in the marriage of the kingdom. Yes. How is marriage in the kingdom supposed to be? Yes. Install that. When you talk of schools, when you talk of governance, and for example, yeah. now in Kenya, it's, very, it's a good example, politics. Yes. Explain, talk uh, about that. I will ask this question. Ever since COVID started, have you had the politicians? What have they said to you? About what? See, they function optimum in cosmos. Mm. Remove cosmos, they have nothing. Mm. 
So does that mean now when you're talking to somebody watching and saying, wait a minute, I've been saying for a long time, I've been called as a politician or mm. into the politics. How do you talk to such a person? I tell you, you are not called to politics. Mm. You're called to leadership. Leadership does not require politics. Mm. That's English again. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Because politics is to the advance the ideology of a segment of cosmos. Mm-hmm. And pretend to represent people. Yes. What you're doing is you're using people to establish a cosmos. Mm-hmm. But leadership establishes the kingdom in spite of the cosmos. So there's a possibility of having people in leadership, not yes. in politics. So when we say we have politicians, you should be saying, no, I'm not a politician, I'm a leader. Exactly. I've been called to leadership I mean, in government. You know, this is not a very good example, but if, for Kenyans now, I'm not speaking to everybody who's watching us online, I'm speaking to Kenyans. If you did your homework now, among the so-called politicians, there are one or two leaders you can tell by what they're doing in their systems. Mm. That's a difference. So, That's what it must always be. So and the sad thing, not many of them are Christians. Mm. So leadership goes beyond politics. Exactly. You cannot settle at politics. Yes. Actually, politics, yeah. you're advancing cosmos. Yeah, and you must understand in politics, people do things to be re-elected. <laughs> and then yeah, in leadership, people do things for lives to change. Mm. Yeah. Two completely different environments. You establish principles and patterns that enhance life. So woe unto you if you're called as a leader, yes. but you're really embracing politics. Uh-huh. Confusion. Exactly. So here we go. Because you, the, the last time we had battles in this nation was battles of parties. Mm-hmm. Who cares about which party is doing what? Because that has nothing to what do with leadership. Is leadership. Yes. So what yeah. about when you're talking to the family? Here mm-hmm. we are, that everything else has crumbled. Yes. The only thing that is standing is the home. Mm-hmm. You, your wife, your children, or you as an individual, not yes. married or a yes. single person, yeah. or whatever, you're back home. All right. What do Let's you take that? pieces. Yeah. Let's start with uh, leadership. If you're a father mm-hmm. in a home, yes. it's a time that, thank God, church is closed. You're the priest. Bring spiritual leadership, mm. not Bible study. Mm. See, there's a big difference. Between... Do not turn your children into preachers. Okay. <laughs> We're not churning out more preachers. Yes. In fact, right now, preaching is not a career. <laughs> Most places are closed. Mm. So the principle is this. What you want to do is you want to create... You want to see where your children's future is going. Mm. Give them direction. Hearing from God. This is the time you go to God and say, God, why do I have a family? What are their destinies? Where do they need to go? How do I model leadership for them? Mm-hmm. How do I hear them and give them direction now? Before we release them again out there, what kind of values will we have instilled in them that will make them distinct and different? It's also time for you to prove to your own family, your position in God. Mm. When they see you, do they trust God? Yes. Are they more scared of the COVID than they are in trusting God? What have you reflected? Mm. Do they only hear you speaking about the chaos and the crisis? You're watching CNN and all you do is panicking. All you're doing is backstabbing the presidency and all the CSS and how they are scaring us. Is that your discussion the in your home? Create a different atmosphere. Mm. Don't bring the world into your home. Mm. Keep cosmos out. Of your Create home. the kingdom in. As a couple, how are you showing oneness? How are you connected to each other? Which parts of your lives have you neglected? Mm. Which areas need correction? Which areas need healing? Which areas need forgiveness? Which areas need adjustment? So when you come out of here, you're not together. You're one. You're one. Togetherness is being done away yes. with. Because we are coming from yeah. a place of togetherness. Where yes. everyone saw you 
together. Yes. But you are not you are one. Never one. God is not looking for togetherness. Yes. He's looking for oneness. What yes. is the difference? In togetherness is where you appear for a wedding. Uh-huh. You appear for a uh, dowry, whatever yes. activities. Yes. You appear for a dinner and all these pictures that look like you are one. Uh-huh. But when you come to you two, you each have a world. Exactly. Now, in this season, those worlds, those they have been destroyed. They have been, yes. yes. Now it's coming to a place of oneness yes. where you have one mind, one vision, and one assignment yeah. in God. So, what is God sending you? And yeah. get rid of the days of husband and wife cannot work together. Mm. In fact, husband and wife should not work apart. Mm. It's an entirely different context. Yes. You should all be one in each other's world. Mm. I should know your world. You should know my world. I should contribute into your world. And you should work towards an ultimate place where we are one world. Mm-hmm. Where everything is working. What kind of modeling are you doing for the children? Mm-hmm. Do they want to be you? That's the question. If your children <laughs> grew up yes. and that boy became like you, the father, uh-huh. would you be proud of him? Exactly. When you look at that girl, yes. if she becomes like you, the mother, would yes. you look at her and say, well done, I have exactly. brought up a powerful girl. By looking at yourself, yeah. I think that's a start. You know those statements you say and you're like, uh-oh, I need yeah. to adjust one. You want them things. to be you, you know? really. What about to the individual? To the individual, the single, this is a time for upgrade. It's a time to really build the next level. If you're single looking for marriage, are you the husband anyone wants to marry? That's a good question. Stop looking for the wife. Ask yeah. reverse. Mm-hmm. Who would marry me? <laughs> 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 Not who should I marry? It's a different aspect. Can we ask again? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I'm a lady. Yeah. Who would marry me? I look at myself in the mirror and yeah. say, wait a minute. Who, who is, kind who of is a looking man? for me? <laughs> Which kind of a man would go for yes. this one? And that makes me adjust. Exactly. I think that's so, such a... It's, it's funny, yes. It's funny. All right? <laughs> Only that I'm on set. Otherwise, I would have been laughing all over. But listen... <laughs> It's a good question that yes. makes you say, wait a minute, I need to adjust. Yeah. And when we talk of adjusting here, we are saying, ladies, adjust. Not before, because of marriage, yes. because of kingdom. Yes. Don't do things for marriage. In other words, Don't what kind of a person am I that if that person came into my life or the kingdom? In other words, based on what we are saying today, the next iteration of you in a marriage or anything, will it be in cosmos? Or will it be in the kingdom? Ooh, that's a good question to ask. That's the biggest question. Yeah. Will this marriage, will this relationship, what kind of a person? For some people, it's time for, hey, pause, stop. The version of me that people know has mm. to change. Yeah. The version that is coming out is different. And listen, you've made mistakes. Who haven't? Yeah. Look at those mistakes and say, why did I make those mistakes? I was thinking like this. I was looking like this. I was viewing the world like this. I was viewing myself like this. And I thought this would help you make mistakes. Whether it's in money, in relationships, in the wherever yes. you've made mistakes. Yes. But we are in a place where we are saying God is giving us a new start in the new epoch. When Jesus comes, when we see John and Jesus, mm. the first thing Jesus does mm. is he calls men. Yes. He calls disciples. Yep. And it's a picture that as we enter this new epoch, the first thing God is doing, yes. calling us to himself back to the Father. Why? Because when you go to the Father in a relationship, you will know he's not judging your past. Yes. He's looking at the posture of your heart for the future. Absolutely. So whatever mistake we made, we dump them here and say, listen, yes. stop looking at the mistake and start mm-hmm. looking at the future in God. It yes. will give you the strength yeah. to know that this does not define me. Uh-huh. I have a new definition in God. Absolutely. Yeah. And for the children, please, parents, education is changing so drastically that please stop holding on to things that may not help your children. 
And I know I'm saying this and it sounds radical or wrong, but the principle is this. A lot of the things you're forcing your children to learn now are irrelevant. Mm. Yep. Absolutely nowhere they will go with them. And listen, stop running away to make sure they go back to school because they're getting into your hair. No, 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 they're your children. You need to spend time with them. Stop complaining that now I have to partly teach them. No, you are supposed to. Yes, and you know what happens? Yes. Cosmos tells you yes. children are a burden. Yes. The kingdom tells the you children are a gift. Yes. There's no gift that comes with stress. There's no gift with stress, and you bringing them up is better. Listen, if you paid attention to what they are learning, you might be able to discern what mm. they don't need. Yes. And it's time to look into their destiny. It's time to pray and ask God, who is this child? Who are they becoming? Yeah. It's time to study them and really see what is it that makes them brighten. Mm. What are they good at? Stop forcing things down them. In the name of they must graduate. I know, especially in Kenya, it's been said that it will be time to do exams. Uh, well, I want to ask a question. Assume they do the exam. What if universities don't graduate? What if colleges don't graduate because of COVID? Where will they go? You have to see. You will different. have children who pass an exam that are aimless. You have to see. It's different. time to completely rethink everything on a large scale. Stop thinking in one spec. Mm. Think across board. What other things that the time is now available can your kids start learning now? Stop depending on the school. Mm. Do they love music? Upgrade it. Is it art? Is it technology? Buy them tools. Whatever it is, get them doing something now that is greater than. Assume in your head. That education was not going to work. And remember, what would be your options? What would be your option? Yes. And always remember, no matter how much education you throw at them, yes. no matter how much education you speak to them, yes. there is one thing they need. Yeah. Beyond the education, they need you. Absolutely. They need your love. Yes. They need because sometimes our kids think they need education more than the parents than they need the parents. Yeah. You are pa painting a picture, this thing is greater yeah. than your parents. Yes. The first place you bring them back to is a place of yeah. love. Yes. As a parent, love your kids. Let them know you love them even though you're sending them to education. It's true. Education is an, ad, an additive, yes, an additive, not, not, not their life. Yes, so their life is here with you. Love. So love. as we navigate this next mm. phase, as we look at all these things, remember some of the key things we said. Sons, we must arise. Oh, Otherwise, yes. the new world order we'll will reestablish itself. Mm. It will take us another cycle of an eon in God mm. to wait for another crumbling for us to arise. Mm. And we can't keep prophesying. That one day the suns will arise. Creation is waiting. Now. Listen, look at the earth. Creation has woken up. Creation is already prophesying back to us. Mm. It's already saying we are back. Yes. We've been waiting. You are here. Nature is speaking to us. The earth is healing. That means suns are arising. Yes. And this is where we need that to go. That is exciting. Thank you so yes. much. And I think this for us is something that when we sit and talk about the world and the earth, earth and we're sitting and saying, what is the cosmos in our life as an individual? What is the cosmos in our marriage? What is the cosmos in our homes? And we are trying to say, yes, Father, open my eyes that I may be able to see, spotlight yes. the cosmos that needs to be cast away, that needs to be thrust. And I believe now you have scriptures to go back to, listen to them, watch and yep. reason with the word of God yes. so that you come to a place of saying the word has become flesh and dwelt among men. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like, 
and follow us on our social media handles, The Cyrus Community on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, May you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.